Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. And Casey and I both are holding in the hiccups. We had some apex of vortex grapefruit and passion, no, passion fruit and mango sour ale. Slushy. Very good. This was actually the one that they recommended freezing, wasn't it? Yeah, they did. They said, recommend freeze it and pour it. But that's no matter. Man, I also experimented a couple of times. It's come up on TikTok lately. This clip of a guy enjoying an Argentinian dish that is like two tortillas, meaning like uh, potato omelets, with a whole bunch of cheese and ham melted between them. I did that, but I used turkey. And it was okay for a first attempt. I think I would do it a little bit differently next time. Um, finer potatoes, higher fry on the potatoes, maybe more paprika or any at all. And um, yeah, you know, nice, more cheese, more ham, nicer ham, not just turkey. Mm. Let's finish that beer. What else is up? Well, of course, we had a delicious salad today. I don't need to go all into it. Had a whole bunch of stuff. Beans, corn. A boca patty. But um, what I do want to talk about... Whew, man, Casey's grandma back in the hospital for gallstones so nothing too crazy but you know it's still a little scary grandma's always in the hospital lately also we did a little bit of a home energy project just uh, earlier this afternoon and it, call me crazy but I think that I think we can feel it I think it works. Casey's nodding too. I also turned the heat up so it coincides. But specifically this one exterior wall of the house. Maybe it's because the outlet cover was not on the one switch. By the way, we just ordered a whole bunch of new switches. The rest of the plugs for the basement because... Uh, Buster and Punch via Lightology never delivered. Or they delivered a tenth of what they were supposed to. We had ordered our light switches through them over a year ago, and they just never came. A couple of them did. Casey followed up with them over and over, and they would say things like, oh, it's on the West Coast, and they would never come. So canceled, waiting for a refund check. In the meantime, ordered new different plugs for downstairs, different light covers for downstairs. We're going to switch the whole basement over to, uh, instead of having the LED light strips as a kind of background running light, we're going to use, we have one of them in the stairwell right now. And then we have a different brand in our bathroom, but the light covers, which on the bottom have a nightlight. We're just going to get five of those for the long wall of the basement. 
and then I'm going to stop the automation that turns the lights on during the day. So anyway, that's supposed to come. And then in our downstairs bathroom, there's only a single GFI outlet. And I did switch it to a newer GFI at one point because we had one laying around. But as of now, and you, almost always, there is a big nightlight that covers the entire outlet and is, you know, automatic, etc. And everywhere else in the house, we have these smart nightlights, which don't block the sockets, turn on and off, have all the same functionality, but none of the uh, downsides. Well, we found an industrial GFI like the red ones that we have in our kitchens, but it has also a nightlight built into it or some sort of running lights built into it. And it also came in black, came in multiple different colors. So we're going to switch that out for a GFI nightlight outlet. And then we need to go to Home Depot and just get them in person, but they have those switches that are also industrial, which themselves are lights. So we're also going to check those out see if that's what we want to do. Anyway, I guess I didn't say it. What we did was this whole exterior wall, you can put your hand up to the outlets and you feel a draft coming from the outlets. It's not nearly as much of a problem on other exterior walls, but this is the kind of project that you can do piecemeal. You don't have to do it all at once. So went around, felt them with my hand, took the covers off, felt over the box with my hand, realized you know, where the air is coming in is the back of the boxes where the cables enter the box through the wall. So the long and short of it, you look online, people say not to do this. People will tell you it's bad, I think you have to use your best judgments, but I opened up the box and shot spray foam into the very back, like just around the penetrations. I didn't fill the box with spray foam. And I think that's the nuance that they don't want to say online, like leave air room in the box. But if you can spray foam the back of them, great. And I think because I could feel that draft, like I said, it was worth doing. So we went around, did that to about five outlets, and went around, hold my hand to them, don't feel nearly as much as a draft. They also have foam gaskets that go kind of on the face, right behind the plate. And I've heard very split testimonial. Anecdotal reports that they do fine, and then scientific kind of follow-ups where they're like, nah, it doesn't seem to do much. So that is what it is. Maybe we'll do both at some point. But I, I, I think that we have diminishing returns with the efficiency of the house now. There's not much you can justify going forward for cost savings. It's more of a matter of principle at this point. If you've gone and done all these adjustments and then you walk by your outlet and you feel wind blowing in your outlet, 
Are you going to notice how much money that saves you? No. Is it annoying and you want it to stop? Yeah. Is it annoying and you want it to stop at all costs? Perhaps. Um, to that end, today's sauna watch playlist featured a couple of videos from this guy who is a passive house builder somewhere in America. And he was doing like a presentation at a conference about his home, which is a custom house that he built to passive house standards. And interesting lessons from him and another guy who was a passive house builder in the UK, both of which, you know, were saying like your orientation doesn't matter that much. It used to, but now you can insulate so well, solar so cheap, heat pumps are so affordable and, and efficient that you don't necessarily need all of these big perfect windows mathematically calculated to face south because the house can get too warm in the winter if you do too much of that, at least according to the one guy. He, he said in his climate, like, his house got too warm from the sun. So, anyway, the main point was the first guy I mentioned, you know, not the British guy, in his little TED Talk, he put up one year's worth of his energy, or, you know, a whole year's worth of his energy usage and his solar generation. And I paused it. And I compared it to our solar production and house usage because at first glance, they weren't too different. Now, he has a new passive house certified four-bedroom, 4,000-square-foot house, right? So bigger house, or not quite 4,000. He said it was like 2,400 plus a 1,200-square-foot finished basement. So I don't know. It's like 50% bigger than our house, I guess, something like that. So that being said, new construction, a couple of pressure points for passive house. They require really a whole nother system of energy recovery ventilation or heat recovery ventilation, entropy recovery ventilation, whatever it is, any extrusion you might have in your house. So bathroom exhaust fans dryer exhaust, range hood. That's a no-no with Passive House. Instead, they want you to give each room, including the bathrooms, a vent in and out to a system which circulates the air, recovering the energy, the humidity, etc., and then putting it out, bringing it in through a filter, basically. And they're not crazy expensive, but it is a whole other system other than your HVAC, other than whatever else. If you're doing radiant floors or if you're doing heat pumps or whatever else you're doing, you also want to have this ventilation system because the house has to be so tight, airtight. It's kind of what inspired me to go seal these things today. He made a comment, you know, passive houses, they use two or three pane windows 
and we outfitted the house with two pane windows. And he said that one of the things that freaked him out is he would come out on a winter's day and there would be frost on his windows, the outside pane. And he called the window company and they were like, no, that's good. That's a sign it's working. And we get frost on our windows. So that's good to know, isn't it? Anyway, um, the ventilation thing. They also say with Passive House, use a con condensing dryer. You know, use a vent hood that is a charcoal scrubber instead of a exhaust hood. So all that being said, we, we have none of that. We also have exhausts, right? Like we're standard construction. There's exhausts in all of the above. Plus we have a chimney, a wood-burning chimney. Now that being said, comparing our energy use and solar production to his house, we outpaced him. We used less energy than this passive house or net energy than this passive house, much less in the winter. He was producing more solar some months than we were. We were producing more solar some months than he was. He was using more energy some months than we were and vice versa. It was actually weirdly scrambled. It was weirdly scrambled. And that his house is bigger, but it's also new construction, new construction passive house. So that being said, like I'm pretty proud of that. There's more that goes into passive house certification, etc. But they also have a heat pump water heater. We have a natural gas water heater. So that's probably the big deciding factor. But it, it was still pretty interesting to see. Because I think in the grand scheme of things, in the months that I have accounted for, they, we used, I want to say, 4,400 kilowatts, and they used 5,600 kilowatts or something like that, 5,800 kilowatts. So they used significantly more. In like 20% more energy than we did in uh, over a seven-month period. Anyway, I'm trying to think if there's anything else relevant. Went grocery shopping today. It was very windy and cold. Huh. Thank you very much. Please come again tomorrow.